or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Welcome in. It is the kickoff hour, and it is a Dudney Monday. So if you're headed to the Golden Ticket Seats today, then uh, good luck. You can win $50 as we do that each and every Monday, courtesy of Dr. Dudney. And speaking of Dr. Dudney, we have a great promotion that's on our contest page. It is an annual thing we do. It's called Fix Mama's Mouth. So if you've got a mama that might need a new grill, I'm not talking about something you cook out on, uh, you need to check it out at rickandbubba.com. Click on contest and uh, very detailed instructions, very simple to follow on how to register your mama uh, for Fix Mama's Mouth. And uh, the deadline is at the end of the month. So get that started today. Uh, just go there, go there, check it out. Might take you a couple of days to kind of get it lined up and um, registered, but uh, you can kind of see the idea of what you need to do. Also, the Talladega Super Speedway promotion uh, is at the contest portion of the Rick and Bubba page. So check that out as well. All right, we got a lot to discuss, a lot to break down, uh, and a lot to look back on. So we uh, are going to bring the other two goodens that we have here on the kickoff hour. It's a good time, gang. Over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess, and right in front of me it's Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How y'all doing? Good. Y'all good? Fired up for a new week. Busy past weekend. Uh, You know, if you left us, uh, well, when we left you, I should say on Friday, or you weren't able to listen to the entire show, you knew that one Bill Bubba Bussy was headed to the Final Four uh, with one Dan Moultrie. Uh, And uh, I don't know if y'all saw that game or not, but, um, hey, wow, what a finish. Uh, If uh, you followed that, you know Auburn did not win, so Bubba will be back today. There was it was up in the air if they win then he wouldn't be with us till like Wednesday. Uh, but yeah. if uh, they were to lose, then he would be back and with us today. And uh, that was the case. Uh, wow, what a way to to lose! That just uh, 
don't care who you root for. That one, that one stung. That is awful. Uh, yeah, no matter if you if you like the Auburn Tigers or you absolutely mm. can't stand them, that one stung. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, now Virginia and Texas Tech play for the national championship. How about that? Mm. Texas Tech. That was I watched. I fell asleep. I did that thing where I'm I'm getting older and I fall asleep just in the middle of things, oh, sitting wow. up. You know? Okay. And so well, I, Greg will be proud of you. At least you're sitting up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It wasn't like I laid down for a nap, Greg, in the right. middle of the day as sure. I normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we don't have to get up on the weekends. Yeah. You know, I'll you know I'll stay up. I'll stay up, man. Yeah. I mean, I might see eleven o'clock. I may too. <laughs> Barely. And so, what's funny? We're partying. What's funny? Honey, it's eleven. We're up. <laughs> we're still up. I can't <laughs> see, but we're up. <laughs> there were there were seventeen minutes left in that game. Yeah. And I and all of a sudden I woke up and there were three minutes left in that game. Got you a little nap. Wow. Where'd the time go? My goodness. <laughs> wow. Good gracious. So I watched wow. the last three minutes of that game. Yeah. So good job. Red Raiders. Yep. I and, um, watched the Auburn game. I don't watch a lot of basketball. Like tonight, I won't watch that game tonight because I don't care at all about Greg, either, either team. I know I watch. watch it. Nah, I won't watch it. It's one, a finals. I won't watch one bounce. Right. One dribble. One no. dribble. <laughs> I mean, I just I won't. I'm That's not a, interested. Hey, you know what? But I enjoyed the, the Auburn game. I mean, that was exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it was. Um, I had I had baseball. Of course, I had baseball. But we got home at halftime. Yeah. And um. We had everybody gathering around uh, my chair because we were streaming it uh, on the little match March Madness app, uh, and so we had an iPad going. Everybody was just kind of trying to pay attention to that and look up and watch the baseball game. And uh, so we got home at halftime and, and then got settled in and uh, watched all of it uh, sitting there on the couch. And then, you know, it, it was weird because, again, we're talking about the Auburn basketball game versus Virginia, and it's like halfway through the second half, it looked like, oh, my gosh, Auburn's wearing down. Virginia's going to pull away with this yeah. thing because Virginia Boy, was up by it. 10. Yeah, well, what, and, five minutes ago yeah, something like that? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Auburn started fighting, just storming back, and yeah. you look up, and you're like, wait a minute. The last two minutes of this game is going to be really good. And, uh, and then they had a, chance to, uh, had a chance to win it there at the end, and, uh, and then you know you get to the last couple of seconds. It's amazing to me. Uh, how in basketball, if there's 10, 15, 20 seconds, that's that's for eternity. That's, that's oh, forever. Yeah. It is a lifetime. Two seconds oh, that's, in oh, the that's, game of yeah. basketball. That's they like, can do more in two seconds than I ever imagined. Oh, my goodness. It's three possessions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> hey, y'all don't panic. I know we're down by 10 with 20 seconds left. Don't worry about it. No. Uh, but anyway, Auburn, uh, terrible way to, to, to lose that game. Good night. Well, you know, you, you look at the three-point shot by Virginia in the corner. And everybody, you know, it looked, hey, it's a foul, yeah. all right? But the way they had been calling the game before, that, that, that's up for argument. But it is a foul. But the double dribble, Gee, that's tough. That's tough it's right tough. There. I but didn't I, catch I, it at the time. And this doesn't yeah. make it right. Nobody yeah. did, Greg. That's right. the thing, is no one did. The officials didn't. Uh, it probably took 15 minutes after the game before anybody even started mentioning that I it know. happened. Um, now you may be one of these people that call in today and said you knew it right off the, well, off sure the bat, right and congratulations. But nobody's really buying into that because nobody knew. Well, that, now they did on the broadcast after it was over. I mean, well, I mean, that's it, what I'm it, talking about. But it took them ten or fifteen moment, minutes. Anybody, At the moment, nobody long. brought it up. That wasn't ten, fifteen well, I, minutes. Well, they went through commercials yeah. and all that. I don't that. remember anybody yelling, "Hey, that's double dribble!" And right? Nobody yeah, did. Right? Not no, one no, soul. No, not one soul. Of course, Look, of, course, of course, this one's saying he did, uh, but he's lying about it. But how about this? How about this though? 
but the ref is your job to see it. Yes, you know? right. Yes, it right. Is. That's why you're there. Hey, especially when you're right on top of it. But just because us on TV didn't notice it, don't yeah. mean. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I'm on the couch. I'm, I might have missed it. Yeah, you know. I tell you, but, I was very. It's not my job. To, you're on the court, buddy. To, to worry about it. I <laughs> was. Um, I was caught off guard. In a good way, by how Charles Barkley handled it. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was very mature in the way that he handled just the entire so deal close. with him. So, so uh, close. Yeah, that one stings. That's, and I told the kids, when I didn't have a good feeling about it. Like, when there was still a, a second and a half on it, mm-hmm. I looked at a man and I said, I have a horrible feeling right now. And, uh, of course, everybody in our house were, was excited about him and, and all this. And I just said, guys, I, this is mm, – I'm afraid the rug of joy is about to be ripped right out from under y'all. Right. And of course, I knew Amanda said that guy's hitting a free th- shooting a free throws looks like a jerk. I said, no, he looks like an assassin that's about to win the ball. Game. How about sinking <laughs> that's threes? What he's, just that's the, what he looks like. Just the look he yeah. had. Yes. I looked at Terry. I, and I told said, Amanda he's about to win this. Game. I know. That's why I told Amanda. <laughs> oh man, he just about ice in your veins. Golly. Good night. Uh, so I know Greg doesn't care, but uh, the national championship game. If you do, uh, first tip is at eight twenty Central Time on CBS. From U.S. Bank Stadium there in Minneapolis, uh, Virginia, and Texas Tech. Uh, and then on the women's yeah. side, uh, looks like Baylor. I didn't get the chance. I, I, I know Greg I was is good. About that one. Greg, I mean, really, Speedy, you defending, don't even have to go here. Defending champions, uh, Notre Dame lost uh, last second uh, to Baylor. Uh, Dang, you serious? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so, and I uh, missed it. What was I thinking? <laughs> if you're just joining us, Greg has a history of. Of uh, well, I won't go into it, but anyway, they uh, they did uh, Baylor did win eighty two eighty one to win the women's national championship game. Uh, so we'll take a break. We'll come back. We got a lot to discuss. I I'm, just saw Bubba. Well, and I, I'm mad at you about something that you turned me on to this weekend. Yeah, and it's it's I don't know what to do with it, but Uh-oh. I cannot look away. Like I am all in, but it's it's terrifying at the same time. Very okay. frustrated with you. I, I know. Very, very frustrated with you. Yeah. It'll have you screaming at the phone. It will. Um, it will. Right, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. One minutes past the hour. Oh, now 22. It is the Rick and Bubba Show. It's a Dudney Monday. We've already got folks in the gold ticket seats, and it is a, a Dudney Monday, which means one of you could win $50 today. Uh-huh. Which means you're buying me lunch. Yeah! Okay. <laughs> uh, welcome in. Thank all of you for joining us. Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour break, as well as Eddie Van Adler. Uh, Greg, did you win the Calitron contest? Is that what it is? Oh, did I? I don't know. Uh, we've got Jerry and Huntsville wanting to check in. I'm just making that up. I don't know. Jerry, what's up? I just want to call and uh, tell Greg congratulations for winning the National DJ Contest for Calitron. Did uh, I win? I knew it. You won. Awesome. Thank Hey, people uh, stepped up. Uh, and look, we made a late push, too. We let them get out ahead You of didn't us. know. See? I knew that. Everybody. Are you sure about that? <laughs> yes, I saw it on the live feed. Awesome. Oh, there you go, Jerry. 
Because I'm on the program also. I've lost eight pounds in two months. Oh, oh boy. Man, boy, Jerry. That's awesome, Jerry. We get How about it done. side benefits, Jerry? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, awesome, man. Appreciate it. I didn't know that's good. Thanks, that's Jerry. Keep it up, buddy. Uh, the charity. Look I thought Jerry, that's why Jerry you was some breaking news. and put a new ring on. I thought that's I why. I lost my rubber one. I got to order I another one. I can't yeah. stand these. You don't like the one you're wearing no. today, though. They feel heavy now, I don't do. they? I can't stand it. Uh-huh. It's like weighing you down. Get rid of it. <laughs> it looks good, though. I got to get that rubber one back. Yeah. I don't know what happened to it. You did the classic mistake. But I don't know I what don't size know if, I wear. I don't even know if you want to bring this up, so just give me the look if you don't. But um, And I didn't on purpose because I didn't know why, but whenever you – Whenever you kind of make fun of, not make fun or bring attention to someone dressing up, it's always that something bad's happened, like they got to go to a funeral. Yeah. And in this case, uh, you came in, ooh, I'm dressed up today. And I then, actually oh, said, and then, ooh, I got is, my black pants on today right. and my dress shoes. Yeah, he didn't overdo it. Right. And, uh, a little bit. But then, <laughs> then, then he, he, he let said, you know where you had to go today. He immediately, he's like, <laughs> of course, I got to go to a funeral later today. Right. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I didn't feel that. I said, so you're going to play the car where you make us feel bad. Yeah, you didn't I thought he pulled off of you just a, slightly. He could have jumped <laughs> on you. Well, um, I think he's learned out. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's just part of it. I knew I knew when I said what I said, there was a chance that that may be right. the case. Yeah. I said it anyway. But I don't know what that says about me. Um, you got to go for it. So uh, Greg doesn't know what I'm, what I'm about to talk yeah. about. And really, uh, I, there's a little bit of freedom in that. But when it comes to Instagram uh, – there's uh there's your your pages and who you follow and then there's like the popular page where you got a bunch of different uh Instagram posts yeah. uh, and it's just popular um posts and and I I don't know why but one that jumped up on mine was uh a lot of the <laughs> some of these nature um sites where it shows like um lions and tigers and all this kind of stuff and one of them and I don't know the exact name of it. Oh, I do. I've got it there because it's haunted me all weekend, but I can't for some reason stop looking at it. Yeah. I, um, I came up on something, and it was so disturbing, I didn't know what to do with it because it just shows nature doing its thing. It is. Um, and, Greg, and I, I, think, I think you'll love it. Like, I don't think you'll have, but it's it's really Mother Nature's reality is what it is. Oh, and that's pretty cruel. It, it oh, is. Oh, no. It, oh, yes. Greg, it's horrifying. Yeah, people oh, yeah. talk about it. We need to be more like animals. Oh, you might want to look a little closer at that. Mm, no. The, the, the three words that come to mind when I when I started looking through the things that you were sending me from this account <laughs> I would were, send direct messages to him and go, hey, check this out. Horrifying. Okay. What was this? Heartbreak Instagram. Heartbreaking. Instagram. But amazing. Yeah. I think, I mean, the footage is absolutely. So we got Instagram that shows animals eating each other. Is that what it is? Greg, you won't believe some of the stuff. I'm talking about lions attacking. And I mean, it is, it is. It, I can't believe they're allowed to even put it on there. Like yeah. that's how bad it is. Like, I, I'm like you, Helmsy. When I was looking at it, there's so many emotions that go through. First, I wanted to jump out and run and help the animal. I know. Okay. I did Which too. I and then then I realized, well, that's pretty stupid. Then you're getting eaten. Then I then it was like, wow. So a person filming this is just filming it, yes. like like, like yards away, and and the, and then the other one was the screams of help from the animal animals that's oh. getting eaten hey, alive. That's is, it's awful. is awful. And it, 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 I, I didn't know what y'all? to do. And then I wanted to turn the volume off, but then I wanted to look at more. And then I wanted to show people what in the family, like, hey, look at this. Let me just tell you, this is not for the faint of heart. No, and, okay. and parental. I am just telling you. It is. is. It one thing when they put it in slow motion and still slapping Oh, they'll give oh, you slow mo. They'll give you close up pictures. They give you all out video. I was watching one. I'm sorry. I, uh, said I was this watching to you. I'm one sorry. Saturday night. I had to share it with and, somebody. And something was something was 
uh, something in the well, background was about just me. doing this awful screaming. Caroline was behind me. She was like, what are you watching? I was like, you don't want to go there. You do not oh. want to see this at all. If the animal um, could talk, it'd be like, now I will tell you. I will <laughs> tell you. I will tell you the account. Okay. No, I don't know if you should. I think they should. I mean, I, I right. because here's the reason. Because we're going to get emails if we don't. Yeah. yeah. Um. And 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 here's the deal. Look, I'm just telling. I'm. This is a warning. It's kind of like we tell mm-hmm. y'all to go watch a show, and we've told you, hey, it's full of cussing, and you put your kid in front of it, and then send us an email and dog us because we talk. We're telling you this is right. awful. It, okay, it is. It is. It, but it's, it's just na- it's just nature. It's, it's it just is. Shows like, it is mother nature. It's cruel. at its finest reality. And, but it it features big cats, which is. <laughs> I mean, you've got leopards and lions and yeah. tigers and. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, and then it just it just shows like in Africa. Some of the like, still, like this one here, some is of the just still shots, and, oh yeah, are just crazy. It's like walking up on a National Geographic big big lines special, and it's just yeah, one kill after the other, and you're just like, wow, look at that. Uh, you said big lines special. Huh, Greg? I'm going to show you some big stuff. I'm going to show you some stuff in the break. You're not going to believe guys, it. I, I don't know. If You're I'm not going to believe it. it. But I'm sorry. I, you, you get I, locked in, don't you, big guy? You do. Uh-huh. You do. And I, I always like that one when the crocodiles would eat them. No, wait. You out of the water. Well, you bought, well, oh, watch, wait, watch hey, this board look, right here. Hey, I've got. Oh yeah, huh? there it went. Hey, there it went. There's there's a there's a scene with a hippo that I could not get over. Oh and, yeah, and there's also one. You talking about will to be alligator? There's a gator just trying its best to pull. It in the, and that wilt would not give up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the fight! Uh, these these things fight so it's, hard. It's 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 real. Guys, I really don't want to watch. It's it. real, spelled with two L's. Mm-hmm. Okay, underscore nature. So real R E A L L underscore nature. And I'm and I'm just telling you guys, this is your warning. This is horrifyingly amazing. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's a way to remember, but it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I sent that to you, buddy. It seems like I don't know what it says about me that it's on my popular page. I don't know what that says. I've started following the account. That's how yeah, that's how far I've went with it. I can remember as a kid on TV a lot of times they had these specials and there was a lot of animals killing each other. Hey, thanks. Look look at Adler. He's showing some of it on YouTube TV. Look at that. Oh wow. That's, that's a that's a light scene compared to what you're about to get into. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Some of the stuff, I mean mm. I don't I, I'm sorry I sent that to you, buddy. That's I'm that's on me. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Dead man walking, digging my own grave. I know where to turn, bridges burn, throw my life away. I was a rebel running until I found my end. Right at the place I heard your grace said start again. 25 minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for listening to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. It's a Dudney Monday, and you can win $50 if you come into the seats today. Good luck with that. This portion of the show brought to you by our good friends at Bombas.com slash Bubba. Most of you probably think socks are just socks, and you don't think anything else about it. Well, we love Bombas, and we feel like it's going to completely change the way you think about socks forever. They're made of premium cotton they stay warm when it's cold and cold when it's hot and every pair comes with a built-in blister tab 
Um, innovative arch support, stay uh, up technology. Uh, nobody hates worse than when your socks start falling. Uh, they, they stay up, which is good. And seamless toe as well. And here's where they set themselves apart from everyone else. For every Bombas purchase you make, they'll donate a pair to someone in need. So keep cool, keep comfortable, and keep contributing with the best socks in the history of feet, and that's Bombas. Buy yours now and experience these truly great socks at bombas.com slash Bubba, and you're going to get 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombas, spelled B-O-M-B-A-S, bombas.com slash Bubba, 20% off your first purchase. And you can find the link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, uh, we've got phone calls being screamed up by, uh, we ain't got no band, Andy. Uh, he's your intern today. We've got Ad- Eddie Van Adler here. Can we talk about... What, what's going on right now? The fact I think that we're so. On YouTube yeah, live. I think we're live. Huh? We are live, live yeah, all the way. We get the thumbs up in there from Eddie Van. That's right. Uh, he has been here during the kickoff hour, and today is uh, the first first uh, day of YouTube live during uh, all hours of the show today. You know, um, Rick reminded mm-hmm. he didn't bring you into this, so I, I guess he knows you have more experience and, and are used to the cameras more than us too. But I, he did look at Greg and myself on Friday and said, Hey y'all, you tune in to remember this, that y'all mm-hmm. are on TV now. That's right. So, well, there's things that happen in the break and stuff. So Greg, we got to pay attention. Well, buddy. Greg's big we'll with gestures. He is. You know what I mean? He's a big gesture. There's guy. Sometimes you don't need to hear somebody to know what they're thinking. And <laughs> Greg's one of those things. One of those people, if you yes. could just see him and the way he acts and things yeah. he does with his hands, <laughs> You Burgesses, you talk a lot with your hands. Yeah. You know, you're moving, you're fidgeting, you know. and One of the biggest things that I've had to struggle through, and I still do it, is when we get a phone call and I either don't agree with the person or right. think the person's an idiot, make a face. Right. and I'll make a face, or I'll roll my eyes, right. or you'll, you, Greg will do his whole meter thing, which tells like people, hey, you're right. lying, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I have to really watch myself in those those yeah. few categories. Yeah, we got a lot there. of liars call. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of liars call. They do. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a, a lot of stories out. If you uh, missed the the first part of the show, Bubba is back today. He did come on back. Uh, if uh, you last heard us on Friday, uh, him leaving early to go to the Final Four game. Uh, he the, was one double dribble call away from still being there. Uh, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, he was. He uh, he almost. That hurts just hearing you say it. I know. Uh, uh, I have a great story. You know, there's certain stories that um, when when you see the headlines, you're like, oh, I got to save that for, and you just fill in the blank. Like one of the show members, I had to save this one for Greg. I got a, a Ohio man. He's he's lost 34 pounds in one month by only doing one thing during Lent. What do you think that is? Only doing one thing. Mm, he's lost 34 pounds by only drinking beer during Lent. What? Well, you got to eat. He, so he's not eating. He's just drinking beer. He's drinking beer. Most people give beer up for Lent. Yes. Not kick it into high gear <laughs> and make it their only source. <laughs> Tell you what I'm going to do for Lent. I'm going to drink a lot of beer. <laughs> 30 days. Uh, Dale Hall announced in February that he would oh. uh, he would fast from Ash Wednesday through Easter in the spirit of monks who observed the <laughs> sacred season by drinking only uh, beer uh, from the 1600s. Is that right? Why? I don't know. It's just what it says. That's it's weird. Old beer. That's a, yeah. You ain't kidding. Oh. He weighed. Uh, he weighed in at 292 pounds uh, March 6th and has since dropped 200 and f- 
That's that, that. There's there's no way this. Where'd you find this? This is no way. Speedy this is found a, some weird. Story. No, this is a no. This is a mail online. Uh, yeah, he's he, okay. He's down to two fifty nine now. Uh, he's according to the latest uh, weigh in on video. You claim he lost two hundred fifty nine pounds. <laughs> no, I said he, I said if you follow me, he he weighed he lost thirty four pounds. <laughs> well, I guess if you don't eat and just drink beer, you're gonna lose weight. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I just thought that was weird. It's a unique diet oh yeah i've never I heard, of heard of the beer diet. Diet. i've heard of the keto and all that never <laughs> right. the beer diet yeah hops diet whatever you think he's taking caltrin hey, if you mix that in there ain't no tell what uh-huh. you talk about some side benefits caltrin and miller lot there you go yeah wow so there's that story today i just jumped I out because it had that. beer in there so i knew i may try perk that. you up a little bit uh <laughs> i mean there's just certain stories I'm sorry i'm on a diet <laughs> 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 there you are with the button line again. I'm on a diet. You know, right. I'll tell you I was dying. Uh, let's go to Yogi. Uh, we love when Yogster, uh, we, we love when he checks in. What's up, Yogi? Morning, guys. How you guys doing? Uh, we're hanging hey, in there. Yogs. Hey, I don't know if it's, it's kind of a shock to the system to watch you guys live. I've, I've, I've been too cheap to subscribe and get Blaze TV. So I'm going to watch you live, though, on, on YouTube. It's just good to see you guys. That's it. <laughs> and it's pretty user-friendly, too. Yeah, if you sure. go to the Rick and Bubba, you go to rickandbubba.com. Mm-hmm. And then on Thanks, the far Bob. right, there's our we have YouTube and our, all the different Instagram and Facebook and all that. But right there, it says YouTube. You just click on it. And then when you get to our YouTube page, it's got a just a, a square that says, "Hey, live now." And then, and so, live. hey, there we are, all yep. the way live. How about that? You click on that, and here and we I'm are. And I'm clicking on it, and I hear it. I see myself explaining it right now because there's a 10 second delay. That's funny. Oh yeah, no, right, yeah. right, right. And we need. I that. saw myself go oh, right, there, right there, right now. We do need that. No, 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 not, not that kind. Yeah, it's not just that delay. kind of delay. It's like it's when you're watching delayed. the ball game on yes. satellite and you're talking to somebody on the phone that's not, and they exactly. know the play before you do. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> There's a little They're bit. They're going, of, oh, he's scoring. Like, wait, no. He ain't snapped it <laughs> Stop yet. Stop it. Yep. Oh, I, hey, guys. Uh, I feel like I didn't, I don't think, I don't think I ruined it. But you remember I mentioned that I was at a baseball game uh, when the Auburn basketball game was being played. And yes. I, we got home right at halftime as the second half started. The, the game is over and everybody's gathering their stuff up. Players are walking out. And I'm at JC's high school game. And I guess one of the players was DVR in it or something and didn't know the score and everybody starts talking about the score and I was one of them. I think it was yeah. like when it 31-29 or something. It was something it, you know, Auburn was up by like two or three points, yeah. I think. Yeah. And he's like he looked at us like I didn't want to know that. And and we I'm like uh, oh I'm sorry, did you not want to know the score of the game because he was going to go home and start it at the beginning. Remember uh, you remember Ryan Gr- Greenwood did would do that. Sometimes yeah. he would he would like he, he, he would just shut out society, not, he nothing, because he'd want to go it's home and watch a Miami dog do, off pull off this day oh, and age. Yeah, yeah I felt like I ruined it for him, though. He's like, yeah, <clears> I know. And I was like, oh, my gosh, was it me? Did I do it? He goes, no, I just heard somebody else say it, so that's not really on you. But I knew his family were, were huge Auburn fans. Uh, matter of fact, his brother goes uh, to Auburn, and I felt like, oh, my gosh, I've ruined it for you. But Pretty he, much cost him the game. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and, and we'll talk about it. I, don't, I think Rick's okay. Rick has not watched any basketball well, I haven't game. Either. I know. And I, I, there was a bunch of people watching that game that haven't watched basketball all year. Yeah. yeah like but, I say, I, I won't watch tonight. So, I mean, there were a lot of people like that. Yeah. And he thought he might have mojoed Auburn basketball by, by watching the game when he hadn't done it all now, year. Now, if he'd have bought a ticket and went to the game, maybe. You talking about like Bubba did? Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh. You talking about like Bubba did? Because Bubba hadn't seen a game But then all year. again, there were a lot of those. Yeah. Bubba yeah, traveled were. north. 
I mean, like a long way. Yeah. Got on a plane. Yeah, he did. He did. But I mean, there's a lot of people that did that that hadn't done. That. Well, I know, you know, but I mean, if you're going to, if we're going to talk about it, most we have of to them t- people there probably went to the games or followed them real close. I'll tell you that. Yes. Mm-hmm. If, if we're going to discuss it, it has to be brought to the forefront. Right. If Rick Burgess is fr- is concerned about it today, then old number two should be as well. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Wow. And if you're, and watching- I had to get on my son because. Oh really? Oh yeah, because I told him he's had a routine all year, especially the last five six. Caroline was wearing the exact same thing that she wore the last two games, and it was pajamas. And so she got ready for the game about 2 o'clock, and she was in her pajamas. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, this is what I wore the last two games. you got to wear it today. And I get that, but I'm going to tell you, one, Braden Helms didn't mm. because he went to, he's got his routine at the house where he watches his games, and he kind of gets away from everybody, and he gets one of those bean bags, and he's got a TV like he likes it, and he's very superstitious. That's the key to this. And he went to a buddy's house and watched it. And I didn't belabor the point, but I did bring it up. I said, son, I just need you to understand this may be mojo. Mm. And I don't care. I don't care either way. I don't care what happens in the game. I'm just telling you, you may be mojoing. So if anybody is responsible. There's a lot of mojo out there. There is. I'll give you that. It's just hard for me to believe that a 13-year-old boy has that kind of impact on a game. Yeah, you're probably right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fun to scream mojo, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you mojo. Um, And then there's some people that really believe they do. Yeah, I know. 866-WE-BE-BIG. That's the number. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It is the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba join us right after the top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's still top of the hour. Kickoff hours live. Thank you so much for tuning in. NCAA men's basketball championship tonight, if you're listening live, Monday, 8.20 Central Time on CBS. Virginia and Texas Tech. That'll be a big topic today. Bubba is back from his weekend in Minneapolis. His uh, kid's still there, though. They decided to stay, so that's um, that's something to talk about today. Baylor defeats uh, Notre Dame in a classic NCAA women's basketball final, uh, 82-81. Uh, you got a lot of um, other news out there. I didn't see it because, you know, I can't watch award shows. I see the ACM awards were last night. Uh, I, cu- I couldn't watch it. I can't watch it. I can't watch live shows. I don't know. I'm a nervous wreck. Secondhand embarrassment kicks in, and I just I can't watch it. Well, but you're not guaranteed on every award show you're going to have some awkward. Well, thing. but you never know the uncomfortable reading of the teleprompter, and then if, especially if there's two people that are presenting, then they're trying to pause and wait on the other one to yeah, jump in, and good. there's that confusion that that, hey. that second two of of just silence that I just can't do it. Um, I love it when it goes bad. Yeah. Yesterday, a big day uh, for Braden and uh, Caroline, though. Uh, and if you wa- if you follow Helmsy on social media, you saw that post 
And uh, what a great moment for you and Amanda it yesterday. Was. <clears throat> Excuse me. His so, parents. Yeah, we, uh, we've been walking through the salvation process with the kiddos and Brayden and Caroline, our oldest, 13 and 12. And yesterday they, uh, they made the public profession of faith to get baptized. And it was, uh, wow, what a day. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it really indescribable. I know I put that in the text, y'all, and it yeah, really yeah. is. It's it one really of those is. father moments that you, uh, that you, until it happens, you just truly don't understand. Most and definitely. So, uh, exciting day for our family. Yeah, for sure. We're showing so, it on YouTube Live you know, right now. If you're and watching. It, and it's one go. of those things too. You know, it's if it's one of them, fantastic. But the fact that they got to do it together, yeah. and have, they've actually been kind of talking to each other too, which mm-hmm. is also cool. And right. I, they don't get along, but about half the time. But when they get along, this is the kind of stuff that <laughs> they right. have been discussing. So, uh, great, great day for us. And I want to thank Pastor Matt Miner. Uh, for stepping in and doing that yesterday, just a uh, awesome day, man. Yeah, Gosh, that, that awesome is so day. cool. That is so. Y'all so gonna cool. tear me up? Y'all need to yeah. stop. I didn't. Nah. Know y'all were, I didn't know y'all were gonna do this. Well, I wanted to give. I mean, I know we'll talk about it on the main show as well, but I just want to give you a second uh, because I know that was a big deal for you and uh, yeah. Amanda and. <clears throat> that one right there, real nervous. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> it's a big moment, yeah. you know, and uh, I um, I'll always remember when when mine did that and and I so I, I, know. I know what you were feeling and. And yeah. so we were really excited for you, really yeah. happy for you and the kids, of course, as well. And and as uh, Rick was saying, you know, they get that right. Then I know everything I know. else is yeah. Yeah. secondary for sure. I wish I would stop. You know, yeah, you get me emotional here. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's like I've been watching that Real Nature Instagram. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that happened this past weekend. Yeah. So as we look back to this past weekend, that was a big part of the weekend. It was. Goodness gracious, it was. It yeah. was. Uh, wow. All right, I'm going to leave it alone because y'all are really <laughs> doing something to me here. <laughs> well, I'm oh, sorry. Gracious. I, I know to. many people cried because of Auburn, but that, that one right there brought tears to our eyes. Yeah. A little more so, important. Yeah, yeah a little no bit doubt. more important. No question. You no question. Kind of puts it all in perspective there. It really it? does. Uh, it really does. And, um, you know, I thought, that, to be honest with you, I thought Bruce Pearl's response to the losing was pretty big. Yeah. He said, you know, God's got a plan for us, and I, his plan wasn't for us to win, I guess. Yeah. So. We're going to be thankful for getting here and what we got and said the right things and uh, try to put it in perspective. And, you know, in the entertainment world, this one here, I, I didn't know we had a, a big cat fight on The View. Do you remember when Rosie O'Donnell was uh, on The View? And, oh, sure. and, and, uh, and she's, she has big come bro. out. She's basically come out and said that Whoopi Goldberg, you can't work with her. Let me ask you this. Now, what is going on? Has someone written a book? Because it seems like every day we have a new story about people in the past on The View, how they all fought. Yeah. yeah. This has been go- a running theme Apparently, for about two or three weeks. Uh, there is a book out. Uh, okay. uh, it's called Ladies Who Punch, uh, okay. the explosive inside story of The View. Okay. And it has described a power clash between Rosie and Whoopi. And, and basically, Rosie was saying that, you know, you really can't whoopie it's like she's she's mean you she you can't work with her you just can't can't get along with her anything and so that's a story out today because i guess that book kind of goes by behind the scenes and kind of gives you an idea of what what it was like on the view and to be a panel a member on the view and the fact that those two clashed all the time but it's just funny to see you know these two <clears throat> couldn't get along Two big names like this. Yeah, well, you get that many women in a room. They're gonna I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> well, you know that. Who thought it was a good idea Especially to set that up anyway? Everybody's trying to outshine each other. Right. 
Mm. I'd like to see a good brawl between Whoopi and Big Row. Just, I mean, it's. Did right you just call her Big Row? Oh, Big Row. I bet they'd be. A, that'd be a fight. A big Row. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just got. There'd be some dreadlocks <laughs> ripped out, and mm-hmm. that'd be a fight. Oh, Big Row. Yeah, Big Row. Because that, you know, g- women will pull hair. They don't. Oh, play. they will. They don't play. They said when the women Sling were together, the two, it was like World War Three. Mm. It's, it, they said it was the worst the view had ever been when the two of them were on together. <laughs> they were fighting every single day. So bad every that, day. that Rosie would be backstage complaining to guests about how mean Whoopi was to her. Like, people that would just come through, she'd be back there venting imagine? to the guests about how bad it was. imagine their post-show meetings and the things that they had to go through? I'd love those behind the scenes. Screaming. Don't you know they were screaming? People, yes. Oh, you know it. Yeah. Huh? Just hollering at each other. And I think Big Row would probably throw something, too, at some point. Oh, Big point. Row would cheat. Yeah. <laughs> she would. Because I'll be honest with you, I think Whoopi could take her. I just think she could. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. Big Row would get tired. <laughs> Whoopi can just hang in there long enough. Yeah. Um, also, we have another AOC story that the guy's going to talk about. We have another. She just keeps delivering. We have another, all right, Democrat that realtorized that when when they're speaking to mostly black uh, a black audience, they change everything. They change their accent, their delivery, and everything. We have another one, hmm. and it's AOC uh, this time. Clinton she pulled a Hillary. Right. She's pulled a Hillary. That's what the headline says. Critics are mocking her for affecting an accent while speaking to a mostly black audience in New York. So can't wait for that breakdown to AOC in the news. Rick and Bubba are here. They're in studio. They're ready. It's a big day for us. YouTube Live is yeah. live. Eddie Van Adler's in the TV room switching away. It's a Dudney Monday. We've got great promotions like Fix Mama's Mouth, the Talladega Super Speedway, and Contest at rickandbubba.com. So a big day plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. They're minutes away from joining us here. So I cannot wait. Uh, for the reaction of uh, YouTube Live, but it's pretty simple. The feedback I'm getting is it looks great today. What? what I'm just laughing at that. I always do this. I'm ta- you know we have to document what we talk about, and I wrote down kids' baptism and the views fighting. There you yeah, go. that's, I mean, that's it. just what you get with this show. That's it. One you extreme to the other. Well, we're, you know we you know what we're doing. We're setting the table for the day. Last segment: beer diet and mojo. We <laughs> <laughs> see him stand up. For some reason when you say beer, he stands up. No. Little man looks sharp today. Okay. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. We're back. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. This hour from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, as is tradition and has been tradition since we were attacked on 9 11. We start this hour with a national anthem. Our national anthem today, here's Rockapella. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rock is red glare, the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that.
flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the Seven and a half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show coming to you from the Rick and Bubba broadcast plaza and teleport. It is a brand new hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess and Helms, they have already given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba radio network, uh, the podcast archives, the tune in app and on YouTube. So uh, with a brand new live streaming TV option today, we can actually stream the kickoff hour as well. So thanks to all of you that are now watching for the first time on YouTube. If you'd like to add that to your Rick and Bubba arsenal, it's real simple. Just subscribe. There's no charge for it to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. You'll get an alert when we have the live stream roaring. And uh, you can go watch it right now if you want to. How do do I know if the show's live, Rick? Go to rickandbubba.com. It'll tell you that. And you also get an alert. You can also watch it on archives if the live option doesn't work for you. So uh, just more ways to access... The old content known as the Rick and Bubba Show. Now 25 years strong. Thanks for being here. Our intern program, uh, Rick and Bubba University. We ain't got no band Andy, Skunk Baxter, all helping out as they earn their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. Drooby Dooby Doo and Jalen Fruithurst. Work on the TV side of things alongside Eddie Van Adler, who is your TV producer and in charge of all content that goes to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Across the way, look at there. There he is, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional and cheaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Hello, Bubba! How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, and associates, welcome. I pulled into Nazareth. I was feeling about a half past dead. Let's all sing. I just need some place where I can lay my head. Hey, can you tell me where a man might find a bed? He just grinned and shook my hand. No was all he said. Here we go. Take a load off, Bubba. Take a load for free. Take a load off, Bubba. Take it home. And you put the load right on me. And titled just simply The Weight, The Weight of It All. The Weight. Good good song for us. It is. Anything it called is. Weight. <laughs> In more ways than one. Well, Bubba, welcome back. Uh, Bubba, you are back from Minnesota. 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 Glad to be in Minnesota. Uh, so the final four, um, you know, I, I feel like I, I do. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about sports today because we got to recap Bubba's trip to Minnesota. It will be more than sports. 
And uh, later today, we've been talking about this, and Bubba, Minnesota, and Greg and Minnesota. I, Greg and I have very, we're very anxious. We got a lot of anxiety to get to the other side of this. But in the state of Alabama, our home state, the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame uh, is inducting the the class of 2019. In a couple of weeks, uh, it'll be the the 26th, 27th uh, weekend, uh, and one of the people being inducted is actually Coach Bill Burgess the father of Rick and Greg Burgess. And if you've heard all the stories of dad over the years, you know what we're going through and got to talk to him about that again this past weekend as he and mom spent the night at our house. Uh, and we'll tell you about that class being inducted. And for those of y'all around, even around the country that may want to attend, Scott Myers, who is the executive director of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, will be here with us and we'll talk about the class that's being inducted and how you could be uh, on this very anxious evening with, with Greg and our family uh, as we uh, wait for what Dad might say. So uh, so that's – you know, that's getting real close. Oh, yeah, Rick. That's getting real close. You I hope y'all just cut Coach loose and let him say what it's on his mind. You know what, Bob? I, I think that's where we're leaning. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. Yeah. If I have to – It's hard to stop it. If, if I have to explain to him again that he does represent all the people who <laughs> – are part of this. It's not an individual <laughs> award. You know, my our dad's a huge fan of individual awards and team sports. He thinks that is one of the dumbest things people do because there's, it's impossible for an individual to to do everything. But it does team, represent all those. And people. I said, you you represent. Yeah. And I had to say it so many times, and mom's had to say it so many times. So I think now we've got him down to the fact that he at least is going to go and accept the award award on behalf of years of people that that had a lot of success. In the game of football, and it's a, and yeah. it's a good honor in the family. It's, we're it's all a great honor. Oh, it's, it's a great honor. It's fantastic. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tickled the hall, put him in. You know? Yeah. I, yes. Matter of fact, I ran into some people that played with your dad this weekend. So Did you? We, wow. Yeah, Did you? we heard all kind of stories. So, so uh, boy, you yeah. always do. Yeah. We yeah. always do. <laughs> so we'll we'll hit the 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 class that will be inducted, and uh, there's a lot of names you'll recognize on there, and uh, it will be a huge honor for the weekend. It's just. See, but you have to understand, if you've listened to stories about Dad over the years, you understand that everybody understands this is an honor, but only he would have some kind of spin on it like this because that's typical. <laughs> he doesn't do anything the way everybody does. No, no. So, uh, so in, <laughs> to say that our dad is a unique individual is a gross understatement. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll get into that today. And, Bubba, you got to tell us about Minnesota. I, I heard Minnesota. The, the guys mentioned it a little bit um, in the kickoff hour, if you were listening to that or watching that. And um, – I really do feel like that. I, I I have a little bit of heaviness that on me about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I clearly asked you were too busy to respond that I've not watched a minute of college football probably in years. I can't remember. Basketball, the, yeah, basketball. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't recall the last time I watched college basketball yeah. ever. Yeah. I mean, I, I really couldn't document it. Right. it. It might even go back to I think when, Clyde Drexler was playing it, for you. Yeah, it, 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 it was five slamma Gemma. It, yeah. it, it could have been <laughs> five. Jimmy V's big win. Yeah. You know what? I think, seriously, straight up, guys, y'all may be on something. <laughs> I'm uh, but so, Talking about shocking endings. I was sitting there. I couldn't believe that one. Yeah. And I clearly asked everybody if it was okay for me to watch because I didn't think it was a time for Auburn fans for me to do anything abnormal because, you know, not that we believe in Mojo. Uh, but there seems but to be, we just don't believe in taking chances, right? And I was given the green light, yeah, uh, because they said I'm not emotionally connected to it. But when you see what happened to Auburn, it, it was so bizarre. I think I was the problem. 
Well, I mean, uh, I mean, Rick, we'll we'll talk. There's there's the trip and there's the game. Yeah, so two, there's two different, two different things. And the game's it. been broken down uh, quite a bit. We probably want to hear more about your trip, trip yeah. because I don't know that we have anything new to add to the game. Because everybody, I've heard people screaming on about it today, driving in. Listening, I'm talking about listening all over the to country. the New York yeah. talk shows, sports shows, arguing about it this morning is is pretty funny. Pretty funny. By the well, way, it's just going to go down in another long list of bizarre oh, yeah. finishes at the final four. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 Happens every year. 15 minutes past. Bubba back from Minnesota. He was there. Minnesota. Minnesota. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. 21 minutes past the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. I believe in miracles. All right, so as we make our way back, one Bill Bubba Bussy headed off to Minnesota to see the Final Four, Texas Tech, Auburn, Virginia, and uh, Michigan Michigan State. And now Texas Tech, one of the other Cinderella stories, makes it to the finals. We almost had Cinderella against Cinderella, uh, but a bizarre finish in the Auburn-Virginia game. That's been unpacked a lot. Bubba, it's up to you whether you want to talk game first or trip first. Well, let, let's talk trip, and then we'll talk game. Yeah, I, I'm uh, with I, you. I I'm, think game's been pretty unpacked. I, I'm glad to be here today, uh, but we uh, we all realize I'm one double dribble call from not being here. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I told the guys this morning, y'all know how I hate to miss a show, so I know. Uh, right. I'm glad to be back. But, yeah. you know, it would have been, been kind of cool to stay and see it. Uh, the kids are still there. So, you well, know, you could have stayed and watched this the, game if you wanted. You just didn't want to ride home. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> just one it, problem. It, it was a long enough flight. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't imagine hitching. Right, you know, yeah. um, but uh, it was uh, it was a great flight, great time. We uh, uh, we headed out, Rick, of uh, out of Prattville International. I don't know if you've ever flown never, out of there. Never, never have. Uh, Maybe I have. I probably have. I don't. Remember. Not my, that I recall. My GPS carried me what had to be the the most country road way to get there. <laughs> there's there's got to be a better way. I found it coming back, but uh, it'd have been nice to have known that going. Right. Um, but uh, we we, huh. we we flew on a King Air ninety, which we've done as a show before. Mm-hmm. A turboprop and a great ride, and we had to stop and fill up in Illinois somewhere. I don't know where we were, but it was nice and flat and corn planted everywhere. Sure. So <laughs> it was very beautiful. Uh, Minneapolis is a is a very, very nice place. I, you know, Rick, just a few months ago, I mean, I, I grew up being a Vikings fan, and we've talked about that here on the show. I don't really know why. I don't know if it was a horn on the helmet. But I think it was. You I mean, I have been all in for the Vikings for a long, long time. I just never thought I would be in Minneapolis at the home of the Vikings to watch Auburn basketball. That's, that's, I, that's I just a never, weird combination. I just never saw it coming. That's a I weird really combination. Um, we landed, and, and imagine this, uh, we, we landed at uh, the, I think they call it Flying Cloud Airport. It's a little bit out of town. Uh, and we rented a car to drive in. So we've got Dan Moultrie driving and me navigating. Oh, boy. Imagine that. Is he tooting was, the horn the whole time? Well, I was He'll so worried. That. I was so worried somebody was going to scream nail guy. You right, know what yeah, I mean? Right, yeah. And then we all could have been you know, <laughs> thrown out of the car. So, uh, yeah, and Dan's a, an interesting driver. Yeah, yeah, he'll toot the horn constantly. He's never said anything he's, like he's that. He's always tooting the horn. I don't know any other person that does it. Why does he toot the horn? You know, he, for no he, apparent he reason. He moves on. He yeah. moves he on does. a little bit. He does. And, he's aggressive. Uh, he's aggressive. Uh, one of the great knee drivers of our time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so 
But we uh, we stayed at a uh, at the hotel called the Radisson Blue, which is connected to the Mall of America. Now, you know, there's some things in our country that are misnamed, but that one is is dead on. Wow, that's a mall. The yeah, mall. if you've got a roller coaster, you're sure enough mall. Rick, if you have a live three on three basketball tournament that's being broadcast on broadcast TV going on at the mall, that's a mall, right? That's there. a mall. That's huh? your that's your mall, right? I there. mean, you can get all the walking in you need there. Yeah. Um, you know the thing uh, about Minneapolis too. It's a it's a music town. You know, you think of Nashville is, and, and when you say that, you you see a lot of musical things going on, and Minneapolis certainly falls under that category. It's uh, uh, a lot uh, happening. Of course, Purple Rain and the Prince factor there is very heavy. And I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things I noticed right out of the, the gate. But uh, there's a nightclub there called the Armory. And it's a big, it's, it, it literally is an old armory, you know, with the curved uh, top on it. And just to, to, to talk about the kind of things you, that you see there, the Jonas Brothers was there one night and Katy Perry was there the other night. So, yeah, so it's a true you know, concert hall. Yeah, it's, it's a big time uh, uh, music town. Bob Dylan had a big mural of him. He's from there, apparently. I didn't know that. Maybe Bob Dylan told us he was from there. I just couldn't understand That's what he true. said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say Minneapolis? What? No, I think he went to school in Annapolis. <laughs> the, um, the Vikings being there and Prince being from there, of course, the color purple. A lot of purple. It's very purple. important to Minneapolis. A lot of so, purple. If you're going to hang a giant banner or you're going to hang a sash on something or you're going to put lights on something, it's going to be purple. Yeah. You count on that in Minneapolis. Okay? Right. We, okay. we learned that. Yeah. The Prince, um, uh, the the template of Prince and his uh, influence on the town is very noticeable when you're there. I noticed a lot of people that uh, had the very beautiful olive skin, the and the guys would have like a uh, – a real thin mustache, you know, very thin, and then massive hair doing something strange. You know, it had that Prince look. It's not like they were trying to look like Prince, but it had the Prince template to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, it sounds like what you described, they are trying to look like Prince. Well, it's not exactly the Prince look, or but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's the template. It, it's kind of right, like, right. well, we... We want to. We, we love Prince, and we're going to kind of go that way, but not all all in. You know what I'm saying? Understood. We're not going to copy them exactly. Um, the, I will say this: the people of Minneapolis. I was blown away how nice they were. Very nice everywhere. Now you got your your birds like you got everywhere. Oh sure, yeah. But I, hmm. I, it was like being in a southern city. They were so nice. You know, you could tell they they really took pride in that. Yeah. Um, the roads in Minneapolis uh, may be one of the few places that's worse than ours. Uh, but if you think about it, the, the weather they have to endure, I mean, they go in the freezer in uh-huh. October, and it, and they come out in April. And flying in most of the lakes, and there are a lot of lakes, were all frozen still. And you go, wow. So it's 60 degrees, and they're froze. So they were really froze good for a while. Oh, yeah. Sure. So that real, been, uh, been real cold up here this year. Yeah, and they have a major interstate project going on downtown, much like we do. Now we we pulled another deal here. We just the interstate just disappeared here. They're working on it, and they said that that, that whole area is closed during the weekends most of the time. But they left it open because the Final Four being there. But uh, hey, the U.S. Bank Stadium is massive. 
Wow, that's a big, that's a big, that's a big house well, right there. Yeah, when when I, I saw some of the pictures you were sending, it looked like there was a gigantic ballroom and somebody had laid a mat down in the middle of it. Exactly. With two goals at each end. You know, I, I, mean, it, I was worried about being so far away from the court, uh, but you really could. You could see. I mean, you are, you're, you're not on top of the court like you are at a lot of facilities, but they uh, in, in the setup they have there, uh, they have 72,000 seats for basketball. Now that that is a loud crowd no matter how you slice yeah, it. Yep. I mean, we could not hear the whistle when the referee would blow a whistle. Of course, we didn't hear the one at the end. Uh, as oh, we were no. jumping as you were around. celebrating. Yeah, so. Oh, no. You weren't the only one. <laughs> yeah, that guy dumped beer on his head. Yeah. <laughs> There's people celebrating and hooping and hollering, and, oh. and they have no idea what's going on. Rick, the this other one guy, the court. they have footage. He, he's excited, dumps a beer on his head, then he realizes the call, and he gets mad and gets arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All That's in true one story. segment. So you had all kind of stories. They got footage And you know, we Rick, and it's it's because of the the show and what we do. We've been very fortunate to get to see a Super Bowl, national championship, and in college football. Uh, But it's that same kind of atmosphere. I mean, there's no there's no second seat in basketball. Of course, you had fan bases from four schools there, so the town is just full of basketball people. And they handle it well. I mean, they had enough taxis, you know, Uber, Lyft everywhere. I mean, you get around pretty much how you wanted to. So it it was a very pleasant trip, although it was very quick. So I didn't get to go out and see Paisley Park, for sure. Uh, this is before he realizes they've lost. <laughs> Yeah. Gonna be unhappy there in a minute. Look, 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 look they got him. <laughs> then reality sets in. Great, so many people in that room. So many people. <laughs> we'll be right back. Bottom of the hour. You got more Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. DollarShaveClub.com/slash/bubba. DollarShaveClub.com/slash/bubba. Now, if you're not doing this, uh, you know these items that you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And you ever go in there and you're trying to get ready to go somewhere, or and you look up and you're like, ah, I'm, I'm out of this and I'm out of that, and. Then you're like, well, I got to run to the store, and you go to the store, and you're looking at all the different stuff, and of course, you know, you're you're overpaying a lot of times. So especially with razors, you're trying to make those last longer than you should. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna realize you could have extremely great products delivered right to your door, the highest of quality at a fraction at what you're paying at the retail store. Now you're saying, well, Rick, I'd like to try some. I've never done the DollarShaveClub.com slash bubble. Okay. Well, here's the deal, and you can set it up how often you want this stuff delivered, every six months, every month, uh, something in between. Uh, it doesn't matter. They, they restock as you as you tell them to. But right now, we can send you uh, kind of a sample pack for only $5. These are starter sets. You can try one for $5, and then when you say, okay, I've tried these. This is what I like. I like this for my hair. I like this razor, blah, whatever the case may be. And then they start sending you, you know, these items in the regular sizes at the regular price. And we're not talking about a lot of money. Also, you're not locked into some kind of club that you can't get out of. If you decide you don't want to do it anymore, then you're out. It's not, you're not locked in. There's nothing hidden here. So uh, find out more by going to dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. It's just a better way to get these products and keep them in stock and pay less. 
uh, to look, feel, and smell your best. Also, rickandbubba.com under the sponsors has a link as well. So we're talking to Bubba about his trip to Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. And uh, you, you kind of gave us a little bit of the culture of Minnesota. Uh, and and let, me, let me say again, uh, overall grade, very high for Minneapolis. Two yeah. thumbs up, no doubt. It was, uh, it was fun, and we'll probably go back sometime to visit the mall. Oh, Betty, you think she wasn't right, unhappy right, she right. missed a mall sure. trip? Well, yeah, I saw her re- respond to or comment on your post. <laughs> hey, rub it in. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell you what a, what a strange trip it was, too, because it was a quick trip. And, you know, we're one double dribble call from still being there, but right. uh, I don't want to belabor that point. But right. uh, we came back, and Betty, the reason Betty couldn't go is she had a shower that yeah. she was hosting, and it was mm-hmm. a bridal shower let's be clear isn't it weird that sherry hosted one too i think they did on the same day sherry's was sunday and and i was supposed to you know have cart duty and uh my neighbor was helping i got back in time to actually help with that and um Mm, but it was so it was so strange to be in that Mm. minnesota environment and all the things of the big city and you know, um, the the lights and sounds inside U.S. Bank Stadium is just overwhelming. I mean, there's so many flashing lights right. and <laughs> screens, and the sound is so good in there. I mean, it, it was and, – and I go from that to sitting in a golf cart out in the yard. You know, it's a weird it, transition. It, and, and traveling, you know, probably close to 1,000 miles. I don't know how far it was, 800, 1,000. Um, it, it just it was a strange transition to all happen within just you know about forty. It's hours. almost too tight. You, you didn't you, yeah. you weren't able to transition back to right. regular, regular right. life. You know? Yeah, I needed some time, like a sleep on the couch somewhere, to make that transition. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, good news: the shower came off without a hitch. Yeah. all yeah. was well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the the pregame, and I, I don't know on TV, <clears throat> it looked like it was three D, and I've often wondered if it looks like that. It did not look that way on the floor. It looked like they were shining on the floor what you were seeing on TV, so it was just two-dimensional. But it was uh, – the whole pregame thing is just so moving the way they do it, and, and it was really good. Yeah. And they had the four uh, student athletes from all four schools there that sung uh, – the was it America the Beautiful? I can't remember what they sung. It wasn't the national anthem. But they did a great job with it, and it was very touching. Yeah, the reason why I, I can help you with that, which is strange uh, – uh, we have one of two proms that uh, our, our last one at home will attend. He's dating a girl at a different high school, so you have to go to her prom, and then she's going to go to his prom. So I was – because Sherry was hosting a bridal shower as well, which is odd that both of our wives were hosting on the same day bridal showers. It's, it's that season, Rick. Yeah, and so, you know, the house was shut down, and no one was allowed – you know, things are moved. This thing we've talked about before – I don't know who came up. Sherry tried to explain to me again that there's a crew that sets up in your master bathroom, and and they're the ones that are in there uh, taking all the gifts and organizing them because they say that's the only room that is that is not being used. Mm. Like one of your bathrooms, I mean, like people like bathroom. I'm in there trying to take a shower and you know and 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 do my you know normal digestive duties, and there's like a table and chairs set up yeah. in there, and I said, Sherry, what's in there? It's a bathroom. So, so Sherry, ours was not that that high tech. I, was, yeah. I, I went to our bathroom; nobody was in there that yeah. I saw. They because they, they, they used the master bedroom and the bathroom there to kind of. It's I, a staging area. Just, Rick. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a staging area. Well, they're just like a another room you're not using, I, I, Greg. Maybe a bedroom. Well, we've talked about it. It is confusing. I've tried to it figure makes it out. No sense. There's a lot of more weird, room in the bedroom. There's a lot of bridal shower yeah. things, but there's tables moved everywhere. You, now there's a table at the door where everybody has to sign in, yeah. Yeah. and there's just stuff being moved everywhere and. 
you're, you know, you can't get your house like you like it. <laughs> and, and so I was like, then I was sent to take pictures of the prom, which, you know, there's that pressure. A and, big and, responsibility. and then Sherry uh, charged her battery all day so she would have her show enough good camera for me to take to, only to discover as I was leaving she charged the wrong battery. Okay, so so, so 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 now I'm down with just the phone again. But Weird. the phones today, I think they do fine anyway. And yeah, I got some good pictures. So I missed the whole first half of the game, but it didn't matter because I, like I said, I, I'm not invested, which is why y'all said I couldn't mojo the team. And sadly, that seems like that wasn't true. But but anyway, so when I get home, I see the second half of the of the Auburn game where well, the TV was left on. Well, then the next game started because I had to see everybody cry and scream about how the game ended. Right, I had to watch right. Charles Barkley. You know, hugging a, a stuffed tiger, going, "How could this be the way we lost?" <laughs> and um, and so uh, so the other game came on as I was moving through the room, and I saw them introduce the players, and it was quite a production. I mean that the, the stuff oh, yeah. they're showing on the court, and the all way that. they come out, yeah, and, and, and they cool. have the arches they run under, and they right. they're electronic, so they change to the logos of the team that's coming out. Mm-hmm. It's really quite a presentation. That's a it's a great place to watch a, a ball game, even though you are a little far back from the court. Well, well, because you're far back from the court, I want to delve in, and I know it's been unpacked, and I think the whole wide world knows that that the Virginia kid, Jerome, double dribbled, and it wasn't called. Tied Jerome, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that we all know that. So really the whole thing about the foul at the end should never happen because Auburn should have got the ball back, run the clock out, and it's over. Correct. So that, But then you get down to it was a foul by the rules of the game mm-hmm. on, the la- on the last shot, and you have to give the Virginia kid credit that he sat there in front of 70,000 and then millions watching on TV. Yeah. And drain three free throws in a row as right. if as if you were you know drinking a cup of coffee. Right. You know, I th- I think what disturbed a lot of the basketball people is that on this stage, which is the ultimate stage of college basketball, that a call so obvious as this double dribble was not called. And um, you know, I had people who were texting me who literally referees junior high, and they said, "My gosh, I saw it when it happened. I, I was blowing my whistle at home watching it." Um, and it's unfortunate, but you know, I've always been taught, and I know you have too, Rick, um, and I believed it as a player growing up and I try to teach it to, to the kids that I coach now, you don't want to put yourself in a position where a bad call can beat you, you know, and that's the, that's the ultimate thing. You don't want to get it down to that level. Um, if you do that, and especially like in tennis, you will, you'll find yourself on the bad end of a call. So it's better not to put yourself in that position to begin with. Uh, I don't think Auburn played their best game by any stretch. Uh, they were not shooting at a real high percentage. Virginia was a very good defensive team, I think probably the best they've seen all year. And uh, it was just one of those slugfests where you had two great teams playing. And, I mean, it. you can't get much closer than it going down to a half a second. You well, know, and then just I'll, think if you if we didn't even have tenths of a second on the clock like we used to, the game would have been over. <laughs> well, go back to so. this, go back to this. The um, you know Auburn coming back from ten points down with only what four minutes left, three minutes. Oh, left? Oh, they had Somebody a fourteen zero run there that was amazing, and you you felt the momentum turn, and you thought, hey, you know they got on top of them, got a couple of baskets ahead, and you think you know they can they can do this. But it, it was just uh, – it was two great basketball teams uh, playing real hard. The the foul uh, on, on uh, Kyle Guy when he shot, by definition, was a foul. Uh, now, the foul did not change the trajectory of the ball. It was a landing foul. 
and he he helped it a little bit with that kick he did at the end. Well, you know, you to accent, accelerate it a little bit, accent it, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, for him to step up there and hit those shots, uh, and he was blamed somehow, and I don't know how uh, he caught most of the blame for them losing last year in the first round had death threats, and they said he'd been under, uh, you know, seeing a psychologist uh, about all that and confidence. So I think whoever it was got him through it. You know, well, I think we can admit that. I was watching that on TV, sadly, mojoing Auburn apparently, and and I was uh, – he, he, the way he looked, you knew he was going to hit all three of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he just yeah, – he, 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 he literally put himself back home, whatever goal he shot at at home as a kid, yeah. and nothing was around him but that. But and, it, and he drained them like they were nothing. The only thing about the foul, while by definition it was, it, it seemed like they were letting them play at that point of the game. I mean, we'd had a lot of rough shots and rebounds on both ends of the floor. It just seemed a little out of place at that time. Well, but they, it was a foul. Well, they called the double dribble. The game's over. You never yeah. get to that. So, so. But that's – you know, Final Four is famous for bizarre endings, and there's you another one. Uh, Bubba, you met Rahm Emanuel. We I have, did. We I have did. to talk about that next. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. Now to the top of the hour, Rick and Bubba show. We're back. A brand new hour, a brand new day, and a brand new week of the Rick and Bubba show. If you've been accustomed to watching the show on Blaze TV today live, you'll still get the best of Rick and Bubba hour today archived with no commercials. But as far as the live stream, if you want to watch Rick and Bubba, it's simple now and it's free and it's available to anyone. Just go to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel and watch us live on YouTube. And it's not complicated. My own mother who's 76 years old this weekend says, well, I've got my YouTube app on my TV ready to go. I found y'all's channel. And, and of course, I told my mother we wouldn't be live till Monday. Well, I looked Friday. I didn't see you. <laughs> I said, Mom, it's Monday. I, I, I didn't say we were going to be live on there on Friday. But I looked and looked. It wasn't on there today. I can see y'all's old videos. Mom, we're not going to live stream it live till Monday. So, Mom, if you're watching, uh, she's probably not up yet, though. But um, hey, Miss Burge. Hey, Miss Burge. Well, Mom's pretty savvy with that. Stuff. She is, but it's, now it, she got the day wrong. But right. But me, can I tell you this though? I, I tested it today because I think it's one of those things where people always ask in the audience if y'all are doing something new. Technically, can Rick do it? And um, and I can. It's kind of our baseline. As a matter of fact, it was very simple. I just went to rickandbubba.com, clicked on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Boom. And and it looks and says click here to watch live. Yeah. Uh, and then you see all the other videos and stuff up. there. So. Yeah. It's very simple, uh, and uh, you can also set it up. If you'll subscribe to our YouTube channel, then you'll get an alert every time a new live deal is up or a new video is up. And, um, and so coming up this week, too, the Wednesday Bible study, we, we tested that last Wednesday. We'll be live on YouTube, and it'll be archived in the normal places as well. So uh, this should give more access to more people, which is what we're all about. So, Bubba, we're, we're breaking down Bubba's trip to Minnesota. He did go to the Final Four. Uh, Auburn did lose in a, in a bizarre uh, ending. Uh, that will be, you know, part of Final Four folklore for years to come. Uh, so Bubba is back, uh, and we're recapping. No, we, we got to sit and boo for 15 minutes after the game. <laughs> I wanted to ask you this before we get All to right. you meeting Rahm Emanuel. And if you follow Bubba on Instagram, he did a picture of it's it. It's a great picture. And the comments under it are hilarious, by the way. <laughs> but uh, uh, right had any idea. But, but, here, but here's the thing. I can't imagine what it was like to be in that gigantic room 
in the rain. First of all, you can't tell really watching on TV where the fans are because Virginia's blue and orange as well. Right. So right. They were, both, it happened on their end of the floor. Both teams yeah. wore blue and orange. Right. But of course, on TV, we're getting the stuff instant. But when you're there, what did, did everybody? How long did everybody? How did it take Auburn fans to realize we saw the guy dumping beer on his head who thought Auburn had won? <laughs> What was your experience? Well, did you know that it was a foul? That they I did was, you dump a I beer was on watching. Head? No, I didn't do that. I was watching the ball. <laughs> He's Baptist. He dumped grape juice on his head. And, <laughs> and you, you, you know, you can't tell when the ball's flying through the air. I mean, sometimes you can tell, but this was close, and it misses. And I mean, we all start jumping. We think, well, hey, we've won, mm-hmm. and the, and you can't hear the whistle because it's so loud in there. And I noticed uh, that uh, Mclemore was holding his head under the basket. Mm-hmm. And I thought, uh oh, what does that mean? And they I looked, be and, I, and I saw the referee going over, you know, to the table. Oh boy! And I thought, oh my gosh, D- tell me he didn't call a foul on the landing over there. Mm-hmm. And it was an obvious foul. I mean, it, it it was a foul if you go back and look at it. But it, it was it was not obvious. And they had been playing; they had been letting them play. So, you know, we. But what did the arena do? Well, there's a lot of booing start. Uh, Virginia's cheering, uh, and they're kind of in disbelief too. Like, really, we're gonna get some shots out of this? Mm. Uh, the Auburn end is booing. I mean, we're we're booing as hard as we can boo at that point. Did, did you boo? And, and Bruce Pearl is running down the sidelines away that. from the referee, knowing that he doesn't need to say it to the referee's face because he's gonna get a technical. That'll be another shot. Yeah, and you think, man, three shots. And, you know, we were as loud as we could be. I mean, they were kicking and banging on everything you could, and, and the guy stepped up there, hit two of them, call a timeout. And, you know, we're still a little bit in disbelief that they called the foul. We didn't really realize the double dribble. That's my next question. Did anybody around you go, hey, they double dribbled? Yeah. Well, there is talk of that, and there's some folks behind me talking double dribble. My phone's blowing up. Yeah, and it said, you know, I'm getting. What about the double dribble? Double dribble, double dribble. I sent you a double dribble, and and mm-hmm. you know they they're not going to go back and review a non call, right? So um, and the rules, you know, are so crazy now about what they can and can't do, and they change all the time. So, and we're thinking, well, it comes down to this one shot, and the guy looked very confident up there. I mean, oh, I'm talking about the assassin, very. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and all I'm thinking is, man, point six seconds. Can you even get a shot off for that? So. They throw in the long pass to Bryce Brown, and he turns around, and I, I'm thinking he's shooting the ball, and I thought he was fouled. I thought he, I thought it was exactly like the other end uh, that he didn't get a real clear landing spot either, but they didn't call it. So we sit there and booed for about 15 minutes and tried to disrupt the interview on CBS best we could. Well, uh, now, I will say this. I thought at least, well, at least publicly uh, that – that Bruce Pearl and the players handled it about as well as they could. Uh, while we were booing to the top of our lungs and CBS was interviewing uh, the Virginia player, uh, the Auburn team was actually in a huddle praying behind them. I don't know if you could see that on TV yeah. or not. Yeah, It looked like the players and the coaches were handling it better than the fans, but that's uh, normal. Most definitely. Right. That's, right. A, that's always normal. <laughs> yeah. it, but there was it, Especially there was a disbelief about what had happened because they had made such a run there at the end. You felt momentum change, and you felt things were going your way, and you're just stunned. Because you've had a referee blow a whistle and stop the action, yeah. and you're just, you know, it's it's like you're on a high speed rail and somebody pulls the emergency cord and it just slams to a stop. All right, you hit you 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 ran into Rahm Emanuel where? 
Okay, I was. You uh, new, buddy? That was at <laughs> halftime. That was at halftime. I was going to the bathroom, and there was a long line for the men's that bathroom, hurt. and I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, I will say, overall, ran into a lot of folks that uh, listen to the show, and I appreciate them. Not uh, got, Rahm Emanuel. Got pictures with them. A lot of them who we know through various uh, this and that. But I'm standing in line with <laughs> Bill, the, <laughs> that picture. the the bridge builder. I love the comments. You, you know, Bill, <laughs> yeah. and. Uh, yeah. okay. And and there's a and there's a table, there's a rail, and there's a table just maybe five foot from us. And there's a guy sitting there, and he's talking on the phone. Well, I look over and I <laughs> said, "Bill, that looks like Rob Emanuel." He goes, "He looks just like him." <laughs> Who? It's Rom. Well, R O M. That's too strange a name. It is strange. Okay, but it's like, his name. I like Rob. Better. If you okay, want to call him Rob, okay, you want to call him Rob. I hope you didn't just say, "Hey, Rob." Yeah, I think he's no, no. And you know what I did? I I, I very carefully said, "Mr. Mayor." Right. So I, I went with a go ahead, time. Will. Finish the story. So <laughs> I saw him and I thought, "Well, I've got to walk over and get a picture with." Him. There was nobody around him. He's standing at a table hey, by himself. So I walk over. I said, "Hey, Mr. Mayor, how about a picture?" And he said, That's "Sure." Awesome. And he takes a picture, you know, and he does the pose, and he's cool with it and all. Even Look, point. politically, yeah, yeah. politically way off, but he was very nice. And uh, I, I'm, I wasn't really sure why he was there. Yeah. But uh, later found out he is a uh, Michigan State graduate. Okay. And his brother has some tie into Auburn somehow, too. Really? So, uh, um, let, let me ask you this. Would you have gotten the picture made if he had not gone after Jesse Smollett? <laughs> well, he's on the uptick with me right now. See, that, that, that really helped out that 130K bill, you know? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.